Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. You guys, we, we yesterday. I know we didn't do shout outs yesterday because we were powering through and you guys, listen, it's 738. We have to leave here in less than 20 minutes. We are going to resume shout outs on the, 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 the Where's well, the second phone? it depends on if we get through one or two chapters, we'll probably resume shout outs in just a few chapters. Okay. All right. We are on book two of the secret series. And if you we're guys, book two, yes. If you guys remember, the last chapter, chapter zero, included Max and Max Ernest and Cass opening up a box that had a secret extra, like it was a fake bottom of the box, and it had Cass's backpack with a real survival kit. It was like an adult survivalist kit. And Max Ernest, what did Max Ernest have? I can't remember what Max Ernest had, because it was kind of late last night, but mm. they also received a letter saying that they wanted them to be part of their group. Yes. So that's where we left off. Book two is called, if you're reading this, it's too late. And on the cover it says, caution, read at your own risk. Really let me see. Yeah. Caution, read at your own risk. And look at their creepy hands. Okay. Prologue. Flashlight pierced the darkness, crossed out. They like, see, they wrote it and crossed it out. And then it says, the flashlight slashed through the darkness, and then they crashed, crossed that out. The flashlight beam sliced through the darkness like a sword, and then they crossed that out. And it says, the flashlight beam darted, yes, across the dark hall, illuminating the wondrous collection really of an antique see. curiosity. Wait, I'm going to read it. Uh, no, because we're in a hurry, baby. You can read tonight, but not in the morning if we're in a hurry. Finally illustrated tarot cards. I have tarot cards. Of wizened kings and laughing fools, glistening Chinese liqueur boxes, concealing spring traps and secret compartments, intricately carved cups of wood and ivory designed for making coins and marbles and even fingers disappear, shining silver rings that knowing hands could link and unlink as if they were made of air, a museum of magic. The circle of light lingered on a luminous crystal ball as if it were waiting for some swirling image to appear on the surface. Then it stopped, hesitating on a large bronze lantern, once home perhaps to a powerful genie. Finally, the flashlight beam found its way to a glass display, a glass display case sitting alone in the middle of the room. Ha! At last, said a woman with a voice like ice. The man behind the flashlight snickered. Who, who was it that said that? Who? What? Whoa. Who was it that said the best place to hide was in plain sight? What an idiot. His accent was odd. Ominous. Who has a weird accent? Um, 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 it's the nice guy that saved them. Nope, Dr. Oh. Dr. L. Oh. Pietro's um, brother, twin brother, Luciano. Or Luciano? Luciano? I oh, I thought, I thought it was the guy that was his brother. Owen. I thought it was Owen. Oh, yeah. He has all the different funny accents. Okay. Just do it, hissed the woman, grasping the heavy flashlight tight with his gloved hands. 
The man brought it down like an axe. The glass shattered into a cascade, revealing a milky white orb, a giant pearl, sitting on the bed of black velvet. Ignoring the sharp, glittering shards, the woman reached in with a delicate, thin hand in a delicately thin white glove and pulled out the orb. About the size of an ostrich egg, it was translucent and it seemed to almost glow from within. The surface had a honeycomb sort of texture comprised of many holes in varying sizes. A thin band of silver circled around the orb, dividing into two equal hemispheres. The woman pushed aside her white blonde hair and held up the mysterious object to her, to her perfectly shaped ear. Remember, because she said she had ear surgery. I can almost hear him, she gloated, that horrid monster. Are you sure he's alive? It's been four, five hundred years. A creature like that, so impossible to make, is all more impossible to kill, she replied. Five hundred years? Still listening to the ball in her hand. A small red blood stain now marked her white glove where the glass of shard had cut through. She didn't seem to notice. But now he can escape us no longer. The secret will be mine. The flashlight beam fell. You mean ours, darling. Beneath the shattered display of a small brass plate, uh, a small brass plaque gleamed. The sound of prism, an uh, origin unknown. It read. Whoa. Okay, let's get into chapter one.